Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse, Kane Fussell at Debbie underscore Kane, John Bosch at John Bosch FF. We are all here to use the Dynasty Trade Calculator to talk about some trade values to help you make some trades, especially right now because it is almost draft time, baby. We are almost there. We are almost at the height of Dynasty Fantasy Football goodness. I, I, I lost the ability to find a very good word right there. So goodness, because this is what it's all about, right? Whole lot of trades, whole lot of rookies, whole lot of fun, fun, fun stuff. Drafts are, yes, auctions. I apologize, John. We can't leave the word auctions out of there because drafts are evil. We know. But we are not going to discriminate. You you be you guys you and girls. Be happy with what you do. That's all that matters. We're going to help you be happy by getting your teams a little better with these players we're about to talk about their trade values for. Boom. Brought it all right back together. And since I'm rambling, and since I go first at quarterback, we're jumping straight in. And I want to talk about a guy who I didn't even necessarily like coming in as a prospect last year. Spoiler alert, rookie last year. Um, he may not have even played that great. But everything that has happened this offseason has shown that the Jets want to surround Zach Wilson with talent. So that's at least a step in the right direction, right? I choose everything else that we are going to bring up against Zach Wilson. Preemptive, preemptively. I, I, see, the thing is, I was with you every single time we ever had Zach Wilson. Oh, I was also dropping him to the bottom. Oh, he's a jet. Oh, just oh. push, push those feelings down. Like they're up here right now. Like they're in the throat area, making you make that groaning noise. Yeah. Get them down. Push them down to your gut. Let your let your tummy rumble while we're talking. All right. I'm just going to eat after this podcast. Oh, just, at least you're not like Kane and eating now. You know, he might, yeah. bad things might happen when he goes to talk. No, I'm good. All right. Here we go. Okay. But no, seriously, I'm going to talk again so you can hear me without John's groaning underneath. You know, they were in the talks to get Tyreek Hill. They were. Didn't. <laughs> but they tried. That's the important hey. part. Pay for effort. Jets, I don't know who their GM is anymore. Otherwise, I would, have, I would have dropped a name. A for effort, you guys. We know you're trying. And they're, every mock draft has them linked to a wide receiver high up. Hey, I'm crossing my fingers. They don't replace Michael Carter. Go, Michael Carter. But if they do, that's even better because they're adding more talent to that offense. And whether you like the player or not, that seems like a good sign to at least maybe be worth investigating whether it's worth it to go trade up for him. Yes? No? Maybe? We'll find out. Okay, so I was on... Uh, this is probably going to get released before the flagship pod, but we talked about Zach Wilson on the flagship DTC pod, and right now he's in the calculator at the 104. Oh, and God. That's a little high. What? A little? Yes. But the question is, how much further do you think you really have to go? Because I guess let me say right now, Kane, where does Zach Wilson slide in to your quarterbacks in this class? Three. Okay, so I'm guessing Malik is up there and is Corral your two? Yep. Okay. 
So we are probably talking how far after Corral, because we have to assume that Corral is still going to be a first round rookie pick, right? Right. That's my that's the assumption. Right. Yeah. If if he's not a first round pick, then I would rather have Zach Wilson over Matt Corral. Yeah, I when was the last time we had one quarterback drafted in the first round? Like I feel like forever. Never. I can't even remember, right? Not, so, not in my lifetime. We've only had one time of two quarterbacks being drafted, I think, in my lifetime. And that was Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. Yeah, that's honestly the one time I, I had stuck in my head. I mean, like, still our class that was. But like, go further back. Like, remember that, like, Christian Ponder, Jake Locker, Ryan Tannehill, like, EJ Manuel, like, the amount of not great quarterbacks that were drafted in the first just because people, teams, need to do that. They need to take their shots on quarterbacks. And you just, you do that in the first, first of all, because teams like to have that fifth year option in case they do work out or in case they're still not sure. And two, because the, it's like with rookie drafts, right? Like in Superflex, QBs get pushed up. In rookie drafts, running backs get pushed up because, you know, like John says, two years in, then they're done. We don't even care about them anymore. They're old. Fit them for the AARP and they're, they're free walker. So there's going to be multiple QBs going in the first round of our rookie drafts, like 99% sure, which means Zach Wilson is going to be worth a first even if he is your uh, QB three, but how far back do you think it is? Like to me, put me past five or six. And I don't think I care. And just give me a quarterback and Zach Wilson, who at least we have seen not terrible. Like you, uh, I, I need, I need to go further than that. Well, clearly. <laughs> how, okay. So would you give up a first this year for Zach Wilson? Um, I, I mean, we, we've kind of talked about the tier break is like, what, like seven or eight where we feel pretty comfortable we're getting good players. And then after that, like, there's a lot of receivers that I kind of would rather have. Wow, okay. Um, I mean, it's – it would probably be team-dependent. Like, if I if I needed him as my second quarterback, I guess I'd give a late first for him. I'm not giving a late first to have him as my third quarterback because – I don't really care what my third quarterback slot is. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to return that value. I think I'm losing value. I would not give a 2023 20, first. I would not give a single one of those for him right now. Um, I, I'm just about like he was, you're right. He was not terrible. He wasn't exactly good. And he's a jet. Like that organization is, you could say they tried and give him the effort, but Look, I, I want to see some success before I put any level of trust in putting a first-round pick of mine for Zach Wilson. That's a level of trust I'm not comfortable with. So, What about you, I mean, Kate? What's your response to all that? Um, well, you know, it is Mike White still on the team? Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's <weird>. So... <laughs> I'm, I I think I'd be willing to, like, I, I agree with what Russ said, right? That the idea that they're trying to bring talent in around Zach Wilson is 100% correct, right? But the flip side is you have a terrible team with terrible fans in a terrible stadium in a terrible town. So, like, you know, what is that going to do? That's the question. Like, is, is the team actually going to be good and produce fantasy points is, is the other question. And I'm not necessarily sure that it will. But on the flip side, 
we basically know that Zach Wilson's probably going to be the starter for at least four years. Um, his value is not going to move from this point, right? Because what is he, quarterback 20-something? Like, he's not going to move much. That value is still going to be the same whether he's valued at quarterback 22 or if he's valued at quarterback 28. Currently at 19 uh, on DTC. Wild. Um well, we'll so talk I, about a couple of players. Yeah, I, I think and we'll see where I you think, move. I think I would rather have him maybe over the 108. I think that might be the line because if I'm if I'm really poised between the task of trying to choose which wide receiver is going to be good over a starting quarterback, I'm going to take the starting quarterback. I did. I have one rookie draft that has well, it's going right now, but it's well past the first round, and. Kenny Pickett as the QB3 went at the 109. So that kind of fits almost exactly what you're talking. Where like, Corral went 108, Pickett went 109. So yeah, it feels it, about right. Yeah. So if that's the case, I guess exactly what you just said around that 108, 109 is the area you would put Zach Wilson. Yeah. Okay. So. Yes, I'm much closer to you guys. I think when I hit around the 108, I would rather, again, right now, right, right now, if I wanted to make a move and I wasn't willing to be patient for four more days to find out where these quarterbacks land, I think I would be willing to send the 108 and go get Zach Wilson instead because I know where he is. We have seen that they are looking to get weapons around him and there's no maybe we move on talk. Like there's no... Let's go get Kyler. You know, jo we're not Josh Rosening him. You know, so I think I feel safe enough in that that I would give up a later first for him. But let's let's get into the list because there's but before you do that though, I have a question. Like, if you're going to give the 108, are you expecting him to be your QB two, or are you, are you okay with him as your QB three? I'm I'm expecting at that point him to be my QB two. I think. Okay, um, which is at, what at, I would expect it, if you're paying that price. But if right. you're paying that price, that means you're playing this year, like. You're paying that 100%. price and you expect – go get Tom Brady. <laughs> like, if you're willing to give up that much investment for a so guy say, that might not play – But I, I don't – like, I, I don't think it's just on – I don't think it's just on a team that's competing. Yeah, but, like, let's say you have a rebuilding team and you only have one young quarterback. Let's say you have no young quarterbacks and you just – like we said, we put Zach Wilson in this class. Uh, Malik goes very early – um and corral goes before you're willing to pick so qb3 is on you know you're either taking qb3 one of these wide receivers or you go get zach wilson give him a qb 14 finish at the end of this year which would be really good for him like that would legit surpass yeah. any expectation yeah. then put him in next year's class where is he king three he's still the qb3 yeah like this Maybe is his, he would have to perform pretty well to reach like a ceiling. Like yeah, but hit two years increase. of QB twelve hit two years of QB twelve to fourteen, which again that seems out unlike crossing my fingers. It'll boost him to let's face it, he's Zach Wilson and no one's ever really super into him. So he's never going to reach heights, nope. you know, value-wise. But you know, at some point it might be 105, 106 in better draft classes than we have right now. But okay, let's move on. Get a cheaper quarterback to be your quarterback too. But we want to talk about this player, John. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I want to talk about this player, I'm kidding, John. I'm kidding. 
didn't you hear me groan when you said Zach Wilson? I try and tone that out because you do that a lot when I talk. So the list I'm going to give you is one, two, three, four, five players. Zach Wilson's five. Stop hurting my feelings, John. My words matter. Listen to them. Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Tua, Ryan Tannehill, Zach Wilson. I do like a list of five, though. Good job on that, Russ. Kudos. I, that's for you. All Just for you, buddy. I knew you didn't want to talk about Zach Wilson too long, so I kept the list a little shorter. Good Good job. I'm going to have a list of like 30 wide receivers for John. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love the wide receiver dog. I'm just going to sign out. That's the everyone, after the, everyone <laughs> after the top three. Rank them. It's, it's the end of the show. I'm just signing out. I'm Forever. Saying, He's just done with the show. You, you've I'm just done. scared him off. Uh, I can go ahead and go. I'm going to go with, uh, I got Tua first. As has been stated on here, I am fairly high on Tua. Seem to like him more than some others, uh, apparently, for some reason. He's still a young quarterback, productive offense. Uh, You know, I I don't think Miami's going away from him, even though you can have like Watson created rumors by, you know, not, not Miami. I don't think Miami created those rumors. So, I think two is fine. Um, that's a tier right there. Car and Cousins. I have Car above Cousins, but that's only because I think he probably plays longer, but I, you know, they're pretty interchangeable for me. Another tier. And then I have Tannehill and Wilson. They feel extremely similar. One of them is younger. One of them has been a little more proven. I, I don't think either of them has a high upside or high length of career to really look forward to. So they come in at the bottom of the list. King. Um, so mine's pretty different. I think um, I have cousins at one. I think over the next two, three years, cousins is probably the top quarterback on this list. Yeah. Um, I have car at two because if you take out Cousins, I think Carr produces the best over the next few years out of the rest of this list. Okay. Um, I have Tua at three because I think he's the best remaining quarterback, um, not just in talent, but in age, in value as well. I think realistically Tua has more value than Carr and Cousins, but I think if you are trying to compete, I would rather not put my eggs in the Tua basket because it's a little more unknown. Than, sure. than putting the eggs in, in Kirk Cousins having another quarterback 13-14 season, right? Like, Cousins is probably going to do that. Um, and then I have Wilson at four just because he's younger, and then Tannehill at five. But I, I do agree that Wilson and Tannehill feel incredibly similar. Um, I would just rather have a little bit younger of a quarterback. Um, at some point, the Titans have to move on from Tannehill. Yeah, my list is actually insanely similar to John's, just tier-wise, but with different picks in all of the tiers, except for one. I have two a first, and because I'm not letting go of the love. I, I know he's not going to be what we wanted him to be coming into the league, but I still think he's going to be very good. I think, especially with the offense they are bringing together, he has a chance to be more than just that steady Kirk Cousins. He has a chance to be more than Kirk Cousins. You know, Kirk Cousins has Justin Jefferson, and... And Adam Thielen. But the thing is, that offense runs mostly through Dalvin. Whether that changes in the next year or two, we will find out by what the next running back they bring in. Because 
if they just let it flow through Madison and whatever else they bring in as an actual running back, maybe they do unleash Kirk a little bit. And that, but I don't want to run, I don't want to bet on that right now. So I have two of first, and then I do have Cousins too, because I do think Cousins has shown longer what we expect both him and car to be because they both feel very similar. So give me the guy I've seen it for longer. He just got extended. So it's not like he's going anywhere anytime soon. Same with car, but still again, I'm, I'm fine taking cousins over car. I think cousins is probably a little bit more valuable than car, even though car did get that Devonte Adams spike, but I do also like car. They're very close together. Like he said, uh, I have Wilson above Tannehill. I might just be out on Ryan Tannehill as a fantasy quarterback. Clearly, that is a Derrick Henry team. They don't seem to want to bring in another pass catcher besides A.J. Brown. Cool. They brought Julio last year. All right, cool. He was kind of decrepit. Oh, cool. They brought in Robert Woods. What? Okay. All right. All right. I mean, maybe if they draft a wide receiver in round two or three, I'll start to feel better about it. But we saw uber efficiency two years, two was it two or three years ago at this point out of Tannehill, which really is what boosted boosted his value. But it wasn't there at all last year. Again, AJ Brown was hurt, Julio was hurt. They don't really have a tight end to speak of, so it's a little rough. It's a little hard on Tannehill, and it might not be fair, but I still put him at the bottom just because Zach Wilson, like you guys said, is younger. He's more well. I don't know about more mobile, but hasn't hasn't gotten those injuries that Tannehill has where it seems like he's young and younger and dumber and willing to just start running and he has a more powerful arm so I'm ready I the ceiling is higher the floor to me is very similar so give me the younger guy I agree with you all right so John it looks like you have to start paying attention again because you have running backs I do have running back and this is a running back I was I even claimed running back like yeah, two right weeks away. ago yeah. um this is a running back. I have had repeated offers where people have tried to get a good draft pick from me. And I'm just like, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> no. And then they go on. Literally. I have had multiple people try to sell me on this running back. Who's so good that I should give up my good rookie pick. Despite the fact that he's so good, you don't want to keep him. It's very strange to me when people do that. Don't be that person. It's just annoying as hell. Send well, offers. My guy is good. Questions. Your pick is terrible. You should. We should just. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like, yeah, I'm totally helping you out by sending so you, you Antonio Gibson. Bad people, and that's why you guys hate trade talks. Why is that? Because we hate people. No, because you're <laughs> in leagues with not nice. I'm actually people. in leagues with a lot of people I really like. It, it does so happen. Both of these offers, and then the try to sell me arguments came in pub leagues. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know who these people are, and. They're annoying as shit. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, yeah, Mando people. Right, I so do here. not want Antonio Gibson from you. I do not want Antonio Gibson for the 103. I do not want Antonio Gibson for the 104. I do not want Antonio Gibson for the 105. Quit trying to <laughs> I sell want, me. I do not want him, Antonio Don. I am. Gibson. I do not want him. Sam, I am. All right. Uh, so Antonio Gibson comes in on the trade calculator at 23.3. That is just about equal to the 105. I am lower on Antonio Gibson than that, folks. I am curious where Kane and Russ are on Antonio Gibson. I understand his the arguments pick. for him. <laughs> you want the pick? Give me as the well? pick. Okay. Yeah. Because realistically, right, if if 
we everything we know about Antonio Gibson right now, like where would I put him in this running back class? Like three? Yep. Maybe four. Right. And and the fact that I have a chance to get a better running back at 105, like I'm just gonna take the better running back that's younger. Yeah. Regardless yep. of team. Um, because I'm just gonna go with the talent. So you know, Washington has done everything to tell me that Antonio Gibson is not the long-term strategy of this team by bringing in every top running back for a visit, by repeatedly bringing back older running backs that are going to catch passes over Antonio Gibson. Like, I'm going to take the pick, and I'm probably going to score more points with whatever running back or whatever player I choose than Antonio Gibson. Yep. Yeah, here's the unfortunate thing. In what we call a weaker class, especially at running back, I agree. I'm going to put Antonio Gibson in an RB4, and smallest of sample sizes, I, like I said, I won draft that happened already, and Isaiah Spiller went at RB3 at the 201. I don't think I'm Spiller ahead of Gibson. I am definitely Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker above Gibson. Like, easily. <laughs> easily. I want okay. those two. So Kenneth Walker went at the 104. So that also, this is pre-landing spot. So it's going to look probably look very different. You have to take a little bit of safety into uh, into yeah. account when you're drafting before the NFL draft, which, by the way, I absolutely recommend at least one league where you do this. It makes the draft so much more exciting. It really, really does make the draft exciting, especially like day two and day three. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, clearly, what is it? What did you say? The 104, 105? That's, it's 105. Too it's too high. I like the idea of Antonio Gibson. I same thing with him that I said with Tua. I he's not the next insert receiving back that becomes awesome. He's not Kamara. He's not David Johnson. Like how far do you want to go back? And we'll keep saying it. Like he's not that. He he's current really... day David Johnson. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, the... <laughs> I, I I think I'm a little like I'm not going to say he's worth the two hundred one, but get me closer to like. 108 109 like maybe after that qb2 qb3 goes so do you want zach wilson or antonio gibson I want zach wilson because he's a quarterback oh, i'll take antonio gibson but like will you take antonio gibson or like i mean you let's set get down me to... up for that question though. i did yeah like chris olave christian watson yep yep well yeah i mean i definitely want olave over over gibson like that's not even a tough decision for me all right yeah so like man we're talking like 112 area. Would you give up any first? Would you give up the 112 to get Antonio Gibson, John? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I would probably give up the 112. I, I mean, it, at that point, I feel like I can probably, though my worst outcome is hopefully if it's not helping me, he's healthy and I can turn him into a 2023 first <laughs> throughout yeah. the season. So like it gives me that I can't keep the 112 all season yeah um but i do think antonio gibson's value will hold for at least a 2023 first all season unless he gets hurt in which case you know then if he gets just hurt like a he's a running back it's just right? goodbye what yeah. i said just as much risk as the hit rate of it at the 112 correct correct so all right i i am glad we are all very much in agreement on this. Very so when I looked so. at the list, uh, so Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker both did come up. I assumed with it being rookie fever season, we weren't even going to have them anywhere close. So they're not on the list. 
Guys, I have Antonio Gibson plus six other names, which I don't want to give a list of seven because you know that's terrible. But, but I, I'm I, I, I'm just going to give a couple off the top here and just tell me that they're definitely above him, right? And then we'll just take them off the list. Nick okay. Chubb and Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah. Definitely above? Yeah. Not Chubb. Not Chubb. Chubb was the closer one. And what's interesting is Chubb was great. Chubb had more value in the calculator than Kamara. Kamara is easy. It's Kamara for me. Yeah. I think the possible legal issues might be the only thing that's kind of weighing him down a little bit. Uh, but for me, both of those are still there above Gibson. Okay. Even based on name recognition, I think Chubb's value is higher than Antonio Gibson. That's I, kind of I, I want to get rid of Chubb every possible turn like uh, you know as much as i can i'll get rid of him yep. right now because i think this is the last chance you give to get decent value for him all right so i'm going to take those off then we're just going to go with antonio gibson saquon barkley jk dobbins derrick henry and cam Akers. i can go i wish i wish i had my list from three weeks ago when we did dobbins so that i could remember who was uh where i had everybody because i'm sure it's different now you want to give me those names one more time because you sure. know I probably didn't pay attention? No problem. Saquon, Derrick Henry, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, and Antonio Gibson. So a group of five. Yeah, yeah. All right, I can go. I have Saquon first. Of course you do. I still believe. I'm not ready to give up on him. Uh, number two, I have Derrick Henry because he's still Derrick Henry. He played a little bit at the end of last year, didn't die. So... Fingers crossed he walks in and he's still give me 90% of Derrick Henry and he's still pretty much the the top of this list. Like I wouldn't argue anyone to put Derrick Henry at number one here. Number three, I put J.K. Dobbins because I get it. I get his ceiling isn't what it used to be. I'm still crazy concerned that the last thing we've seen is that J.K. Dobbins might start offseason stuff on the pup list. It's like, still? Why? Okay. But that's fine because I still believe in the talent. I believe in that offense. And I know the passing to the running backs doesn't always go so well with them so who who knows with all of that but i still believe enough in the player so four i put antonio gibson just because i have no idea what to do with cam Akers, so i'm fine just saying go away for now like he played he looked okay like it was miraculous that he came back so this rest now is probably great for him but i do still believe in the idea that antonio gibson played a lot of the season last year hurt to me, they, they got an upgrade at quarterback. They're going to most likely draft another wide receiver. Like That offense is going to get better in Washington. Antonio Gibson will not be Alvin Kamara. Like We accept that at this point. So, yes, they brought back McKissick, which just, uh, that was a, a bite to the jugular of what we want Antonio Gibson to be. But I still believe he could be insanely solid, high-end two, low-end one, if things go right. Akers... I still don't know. I don't know, so I'm putting him at five. If he becomes a workhorse in L.A., I am so wrong on this one, and he should probably be one. It doesn't seem they really want to do that. So I'm I'm fine pushing that risk to the back and putting Acres at five. Okay. M- mine's different. <laughs> I, have Cam hey. a- I have Cam Akers at one. Yes. yes. I get it. I He's got, I think, get it. He has the highest upside of this entire list. I, okay. I agree. He's yes. on the best offense yep. on this list. Right. Um, Derrick Henry at two. He's going to probably get the most touches of anyone on this list yep. this year and next year. Right. And I want that on my team. Um, at three, I have 
three and four are so close to me, and that's uh, Saquon and Dobbins. They're they're really similar to me. It's do you want to take the shot on the guy who's actually just a better athlete, or do you want the guy on the better offense that we don't know if he's fully healthy yet? Right. It they're really similar to me, so they're a tier of their own. And then I have Gibson at five. So this is a tough one for me because I like Akers and Dobbins so much, yeah. but <laughs> they're so unproven. Whereas like Saquon and uh Derrick Henry, especially, are obviously so proven. And then Gibson's he's last on the list. Uh so the, the question was how to figure out the top four for me. The way I did it is I just asked myself the question which player would I give the highest pick for right now? If I need to go get a running back, which player on this list would I give up the highest pick for? It came out Derrick Henry is who I would give up the highest pick for. And when I, you put I, it like that, yes. I, I know can. what I'm going to get from him. And if I want a running back right now, he's the one that I'm going to go for. <laughs> I, I think he's going to be the most expensive on this list. He's going to cost me the most and I'm okay with that. After that, I I think it's Saquon. It's really tight between the next three, to be honest. Like, I think they all probably cost about the same. And I'd rather get whichever one is cheaper out of the three. But 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 I think Saquon's probably, just because of his name, maybe a hair more expensive than the other two. So he comes in two. And then I put Akers three. I think he's going to cost you more than Dobbins at this point. And it's because of that potential upside. The Ravens have multiple options to run the ball when they get near that end zone. And the primary option gets the ball first and has to decide to hand it to Dobbins and might not do it. Like, so that, that definitely hurts. Uh, that hurts Dobbins some. Like, that's kind of the tiebreaker for me. That's it caps him a little bit, even though I like him a lot. That's what makes Akers. I really, I was the one, man, as soon as Akers got hurt, I was like, take it, take it, take whatever you can get. If you get a second, take a second, overpay later. Now Coming I'm in overpay later, later mode. wasn't really in the cards. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in overpay later mode now and yeah. I'm fine with it. Like I got seconds for him and now I'll give a first for him. Yep. I might give the 107 or 108 for Akers. Nowhere near giving that for Gibson. I assume Derrick Henry is going to cost me like the 105, 106 if I want to go get him. Do you think so? I mean, I I guess I'm trying to prime off competing team, but they're probably just not they're they're probably not trading him at all. You should only have to give like the 107 for Derrick Henry. I'm trying to help you, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Henry's good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone listening, totally. I'm glad that I'm glad I'm not the only one that doesn't like Gibson. Like it it really does seem like he is. People are very fond of him and want to continually move him up their ranks. And I'm like. Didn't we do this last I year? Everyone's like, hoping that everyone else is still super high on him. <laughs> like, let me go try and get see if who's still that guy, who's still yeah. the believer in Antonio Gibson. We did this last year. Everybody expected the best out of him, and we're Didn't right happen. back to living on expectations. Like, calorie time, free, baby. Time to move on. Time to move on. Speaking of time to move on, yes. Kane, what wide receiver do you got for us? Um, What's up well, the thirty? So we're going deep. Oh boy. We're going to slide all the way down to wide receiver 46 today. Christian Kirk. Yay! (laughs) We got to talk about Christian Kirk, right? Realistically, there isn't a better wide receiver in that wide receiver room in Jacksonville. Um, Have to assume the offense 
gets better, right? Because I I don't statistically think that it can get worse. Exactly. Like it was truly the worst offense um in the NFL. So like I'm hoping that it gets better. Granted, probably my favorite thing about Christian Kirk just overall this offseason is not that he signed with Jacksonville. It's that he created this entire domino effect of how (laughs) Christian Kirk is wide receiver 46 and he got paid like top 10 wide receiver money. Now every other wide receiver. It wasn't even higher than top 10. It was like top. I don't remember what it was at. (laughs) It was a market reset. But the fun part is now because of Jacksonville, every other team has to pay their top yeah. wide receiver more than Christian Kirk because he's not that good at football. Yeah, no one could just be like, no, Jacksonville's dumb and we're not going along with that. Which, but how do you? Well, I'll go play for that? dumb and yes, I'll make twice as much. There's always another team that was willing to do it. That's what sucks. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, so, but at the same point, right? Like, we're so far down this list. Like, realize wide receiver 46 and the value for Christian Kirk is the 201. That's high for wide receiver 46, uh, if you're like. It feels I, like I mean, it, for sure. I would probably give that for him. I don't – I'd be surprised. Look, a lot of people that have Christian Kirk love themselves some Christian Kirk. That's true. And I, I think they're going to be like, oh, he's worth a first. He's That's clearly, silly. That is He's silly. clearly linked to Trevor Lawrence now in this up-and-coming up, up offense up and coming another word for bad um <laughs> once bad <laughs> we'll be good we'll be good yes so i i, I i'm i don't know i might give the 201 for him but i, I don't even think i want to do that I, I i don't think i'm i'm not gonna be putting myself in that decision i'm not going out looking for him and the people that have him i'm guessing aren't shopping him i don't even I, know who I, takes that like i would super give away christian kirk for the 201 like that feels high yeah. like don't get me like i'm sitting again Super small well, wide receiver size. 46 honestly feels low. I would have thought he'd be higher. His wide receiver feels low, but the value at that level just seems crazy high. Like wide receiver, like a wide receiver four shouldn't cost you the 201. Yeah, but there's like, I mean, the wide receiver fours, this is what we talk about. The wide receiver, I mean, the difference between wide receiver 25 and wide receiver 48 probably isn't all that different in points per game. I know Kane's the uh points per game. Well, you'd be Fun you'd be one. looking at just in value, right? You'd be looking at the difference between Amari Cooper and Gabriel Davis just at those two spots. Yeah, I mean, I the, so the value would be vastly different for me, but I know there's people that got sure, crazy yeah. high on Gabe Davis. Like, depending on how drafts fall, I think I'd be willing to give up around the two four ish. Like, I would take the two hundred one over Christian Kirk. I Same. think. Um, I want the shot at having a much better wide receiver than Christian Kirk, who could finish like high wide receiver twenties, but yeah. like I don't see him finishing as wide receiver fifteen for the season, Ever. right? I think that's out of his realm of possibilities. Um, so I think, you know, I I think he's going to consistently be in the wide receiver thirties. And like, that's mean, not necessarily what I want on my team. I don't two- even feel that he's a comfortable starter. Like no, we don't know I mean, yet. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I don't. I, I will not be starting him in week one. The worst. The two, worst answer like, you could give. He's a great best ball guy because at least yeah. in Arizona he was willing to go off for two touchdowns at any given yeah. week. Yeah. Well, but at the two hundred one, like Christian Watson and Sky Moore, 
I'd rather right have there. either of them because I they, have the, they, have, they have the Christian option Kirk. to become a guy that I want to put in every week. So does quit. Christian Kirk. We just have kind well, of already seen. Quit that. stealing all my names, Russ. Uh, because <laughs> okay, then I'll. Here is this <laughs> list of Can't six players. <laughs> yeah, it's a list of six players here. Um, and the fun part is you can say best ball for all of these guys. Uh, of <laughs> that course makes you me can. super happy. Because we're a wide receiver four range. Yeah. So um, we have Odell Beckham, Gabe Davis, Allen Robinson. Oh, Russell's heart. I, could, did anybody else hear that audible heartbreak? Yeah. Uh, Sky Moore. No, there's no heartbreak anymore. I'm I'm loving A Rob and uh Christian Kirk and Michael Gallup. Oh, this is a very interesting list. Yeah, but realize this is what we're looking at from like you know wide receiver 43 and lower. Okay, this like is all going guys to that you could fill in, biased. like on you could throw them in your starting lineup when you have to, but none of them are guys that I'm like, yep, that's a locked in start week to week. I mean, obviously, a couple of them are injured, so they, they won't be available for a few weeks. Uh, and you I know got mine already. I, you I'm know your team's them. not good when you got to start two of these guys. Oh, jeez. No. You know. Unless you're like Uber RB guy. where Unless you're Uber best ball. Um, Russ, you got a list? I do. I put Sky Moore at one. I, I, I like the player. I think his value – he's not the most valuable. I think I – think I have Gallup at two. I think Gallup – requires more to go get like i don't think anyone's giving up michael gallup for less than a first and that's the right answer like don't give up michael gallup for less than a first but i still have sky more one just because i like the guy and it's more fun to say hey let's see where he goes kind of thing gallup at two alan robinson at three because i don't care i love alan robinson i love him on the rams uh four i have christian kirk because i don't care i love christian kirk Five, I have Gabe Davis because I, I'm not buying that hype. I he he'd be great on a best ball team, you know. Like, yeah, again, like maybe he goes for four touchdowns one game, and then man, they're still bringing in wide receivers. They still have Manny Sanders. I forgot who they just brought. Uh, Jameson Crowder. Like, there's plenty of wide receivers that aren't great that probably will still get targets above Gabe Davis. Don't care. Uh, and then Odell six. I loved what Odell was becoming on the Rams and it sucks when and how he hurt got hurt. Yeah. That's like rough. in in the like I'm I'm super happy Odell won a Super Bowl. It sucks this is how it happened. Like I he was doing so well in that game and it it legitimately makes me sad because I he's too old and injured to be what he was on the Giants and I get that but he found a groove. He found a place. And I want him to get back to being healthy, to be able to find that if it's not with the Rams, with someone else, because I like having talent in the NFL. And he is super talented, even if he's not the super X one-handed catch guy anymore. So, Russ, I'm going to make you happy. I have Allen Robinson number one on this list. Um, he's He is the one that I I would feel most comfortable. Uh, I'm sorry. How can I phrase this? He's the one that I think I will f come around to being the most comfortable with putting him. He my makes lineup. you vomit in your mouth the least by putting mm -hmm. him in your starting lineup. No, I mean, I think I could actually get to the point where like, I like putting him in my life. Like, I think I'm going to get to the point with him. I think he's going to have a good year. Like, I think it'll be better. And I think we're going to be okay. Can't get worse. And, and it's just, you're just going to ride him out for the remainder of his career, you know, and that's fine.
Um, I know I'm never getting value out of him for the rest of his career. That's fine. I don't expect that. Yeah. Sky Moore, on the other hand, <laughs> comes in number two on my list because he's the one with the highest possible, I mean, rise. He's a rookie and he's not yeah. being valued as an early first or probably even a first. He's probably a late first if, at his height in value. Um, so he's got the chance to go up because if he gets a good spot, if he actually shows production, his value will increase. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the end of the list where value can increase is Sky Moore. I don't. I think Gallup can maintain, and Gallup yeah. has to remain healthy to maintain. How he hasn't dropped is kind of remarkable because that injury should have knocked him down. The you know losing Cooper probably just like balanced it out, kind of balanced it, but it should have dropped before that because Cooper was there, like. They have no, Cooper it, didn't it, knock it, it was like, like a it was foregone conclusion that I know I know and everybody waited well, well we just got to wait till Cooper's gone well n- now we have to just wait for him to be healthy we have like, to wait for a few weeks into the season now what are that we gonna Cooper... have to wait for the next time that so like for me Gallup kind of is his best the, his best outcome is maintain his value um while I like to do like the player I think I think he will I think he will maintain his value. Then we have four, five, six. Uh, Christian Kirk, Gabe Davis, OBJ. I'm good with that. That was the I, same as mine. Yeah, I mean Kirk's the I, I supposed primary, I, I guess, on the offense. You know, we'll see how that works out. Gabe Davis is definitely not the primary in his offense, and OBJ is not healthy or on an offense, so he comes in last. I have redone this list about 12 times. <laughs> I just, the, but realistically, they're so close. Let's and go so through it, all 12 versions. Yeah. No, I, I've just been crossing them out like and just scribbling them <laughs> out so I can't even tell where I started. Uh, but I have Sky Moore at one. Um, I think realistically, he just has the most value. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, and, I'm actually okay with that. I just like to have a Rob at one. I, don't I have... Allen Robinson at two. So it's like, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, the points are there for Allen Robinson. The points are there for the taking. Um, Sky Moore just has the potential. So I'm going to ride that potential, especially when we're dealing with wide receivers in this range. I'd rather shoot for that ceiling yeah. rather yeah. than shoot for a floor. <laughs> yeah. Rather shoot for seven, you know, yeah. shoot for seven points. Um, I have Christian Kirk at three because he's at least the one of an offense. Granted, the offense is terrible, <laughs> but like I think we could actually see a hundred plus targets for for Christian Kirk. Realistically, um, I have Gallup at four because he's Michael Gallup. He's fine. You, you no, no, he's Michael Gallup. Uh, no, I don't think he's gonna gallop up those rankings. Damn it, Kane. <laughs> I, I think he could. I mean, I, I do think he could. He could be like in the 30s, but I don't think he ever gets to like wide receiver 25 or anything I, like I'm that. I'm totally you with know? you. So um, I have Gabe Davis at five um, because occasionally he can score four touchdowns in a game. And then um, I have Odell at six because I don't know what team he's on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and he's hurt. True. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, yeah, I think we. This might be one of our least consensus show, but that is, I don't think that's a right word. It's a show where I think there was the most 
discourse between our rankings that we've had. So that's exciting. I think we that... all felt similar about the players we brought, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, where they fit into the large scheme of things is where they're a little different. Yeah. That's, that makes that makes for a good podcasting. That's what I'm saying. And that makes it for the end of this show. So thank you for listening. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Kane Fasel at W underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We are out of here.